page 306, the ninth Vad of the Amunavadim, and then I guess next time we will finish, I don't think we're going to finish tonight, Vad Tashi Amunas Betchias Hamesim. Ready? Good. Kasher Dibarnu Al Amuna Ba'ilam Haba. When we talk about Amuna in Oilam Haba, Hevenu as Divrei Hachoyves Halavavas Betoy Chachtoy. Where we were talking originally about Amuna and Oilam Haba. And again, you know, part of what we were discussing that time, I think, is, and I know that I'm probably repeating, but I guess sort of to, to get back into the frame, we tend to think in this world of this is how we define ourselves, our lives, our dislikes, our goals, just ourselves in terms of our physical body. And Oilam Haba is some alternate stage of existence. It's really like, you know, the postscript. It's the dessert where we get reward. But if we think about the universe of this world, it's over here, okay? But if you take a step back and you don't think about the world like that, we think about existence as being Nitzchias, right? For us, let's say, 100 million years. HaKadosh Baruch, but Nitzchias, HaKadosh Baruch who takes out a slice of that, we, we, the problem is HaKadosh Baruch who gave, created the world gives us, you know, wants to give us a reward, which means that you have to have Bechira, etc. So in order to, in order to leverage that Nitzchias, HaKadosh Baruch who created, right, a, a slice of 120 years, and during that 120 years, we, we have we have leverage, and that's what one of the Vadim we spoke about. That's what it means to be a Ben Oilam Haba. It doesn't mean you're getting Oilam Haba later. It doesn't mean you're getting reward. If you do certain things, you are able to develop yourself as a Ben Oilam Haba. Right now, when I move something, I'm, I don't look at myself as, oh, I moved a piece of plastic a quarter of an inch. No, what did I do? I turned on a light switch. I did something that has actual significance. I don't, I don't think of myself as, oh... I did some actions, you know, some thought, speech, deed, thou shalt, thou shalt not. That's fine. You did what you're supposed to do. But if you really want to understand the significance of your day-to-day, then if you're a ben oilam haba, you understand that everything you're doing is not just doing something that's immediately in front of you. It has leverage on nitzchias. So when we look at ourselves, are we looking at ourselves as a ben oilam haba? I am something that's tied into nitzchias, and right now I find myself during this particular stage, or do I define myself by this stage? And we spoke out the chayvitz halavavis' words of teichacha, shesham hu Guf betachlis, and Imamish speaks harsh words into, about the guf. Peger muvas mimaya nirpash. It's like a a, a corpse, uh, a carcass uh, for that, that's muddy. Vereinu ikra mafria ba muna brur ba lama ba bazel shekol detenu sun lebinin chaya guf. It's it's it has it's reciprocal. The more that you identify, right, the more that a person identifies as physical, the less that they identify as as spiritual. The more that they're uh, that they're identifying spiritual, uh, you know, we talk sometimes we use the term of Merkava, right? So a person is driving a truck. You say the person is driving. What are they driving? The, tr- the, the truck doesn't have autonomy, right? In other words, if what's making the decisions? What's controlling it? A person with their mind or with their emotion? What What's driving what, right? In other words, so if he says, the more that we build up our guf, the more that we're not identifying as a neshama that happened, the vehicle through which the neshama finds expression as the guf, but rather we identify as the guf, so then that has the opposite effect. The more that you invest in one thing, the, the, the other identity sort of recedes into the background. Obinin ha-guf, hu-chorban ha-nefesh. 
what we just explained. The idea of Amun and Oilam Haba, if you think about it along the terms that we just explained, understanding that our life is not 120 years, our life is Nitzchias. 120 years is the smallest part of it. In a certain sense, it's the most significant because it's where we have the most control and the most leverage over our positioning and our ultimate closeness to Kodesh Baruch because it's over here that we have Bechira. However, the, we don't identify in the physical world. This is where we have our virtual reality screen, and it gives us the opportunity to, uh, to interact at this level. So, Amun and Oilam Haba, when you could think of yourself as a Ben Oilam Haba, the more that you do that, the more that you identify with the Nefesh rather than the Guf. It's either or. A person has to move towards identifying in his spiritual capacity with the main part of his life and his ultimate existence, understanding this slice of it in that larger context, or a person identifies as the physical person, beginning, middle, end, you're going to do whatever you do, and then it lights out. What happens? I don't know. Well, even if they believe in the abstract, but over here in, in the physical world, things, you know, deteriorate, laws of conservation, you know, but things deteriorate, there's, there's energy, uh, stages change and then it's it's gone and a person thinks about himself the same way. Interestingly, this idea. So we, we just had a very harsh statement about how sort of like insignificant the guf is, right? You almost want to just uh, like as if you could like recede and almost not even realize that you're living in the guf. Like, what's the difference that it makes? Yeah, he says. But you want to know something? The other side of that coin. Who who tachlis habria? Tell you something else that's interesting. Kodesh Baruch Hu, the 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 R's are so to speak. You know, depending on the language you want to use. But, you know, the kedusha, the nefesh, the spirituality is what it is. There's no avoda. You don't need to be Makadish the R. What you need to do is HaKadosh Baruch who gave you Kedusha, HaKadosh Baruch who gave you light, the ability to tap into that light. What you're able to do is be Mezakech the Guf. You're able to, you're able to uh, convert and transform and bring light into the Guf so that you can purify. That's actually where the Avoda is. So it's a, it's a little bit ironic. And the truth is that's the Iker, right? When it comes to Tchias HaMesim. So, oh, HaKadosh Baruch Hu doesn't say, oh, it should be, I identify as a neshama, as a nefesh. HaKadosh Baruch Hu puts the nefesh into the guf. I do what I do. I'm Baruch Hashem. I'm done with the goof. I take, I take it off. The guf goes away, and then I'm still the neshama. I, a person goes up and merits Hashem after 120 to Eilam Haba. And then if there's supposed to be a next age of Tchiyas HaMesim, so let HaKadosh Baruch Hu give him a fresh body. What do you need the old body for? Because... There, 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 there is an attachment over there. The, the, the point and the avoda is actually to transform the body that you have. We're going to go back into the body. That body is going to arise. It's very important. On one hand, we're saying that it's insignificant and we don't identify with it. On the other hand, it's actually the tachlis of the bria. The entire tachlis of the bria is to transform our physical self, all of those drives, right? To, to be able to to say that, you know, I have physical drives to eat, except for the fact that I'm eating l'shem HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Yeah? So he says, so it's a very interesting dynamic. On one hand, we have strong, strong Musr, not to identify as a guf, to understand that we're in a shama, to understand that we're in nefesh, to understand that we're here for, and understand the guf in that context. On the other hand, if you want to make it as though it's insignificant, then just sort of like take your mind off of it and not pay attention to it at all. On the other hand, that's actually the entire tachlis habriya. You can't pretend it doesn't exist. That's our job. Mission, should we choose to accept it? Mm. 
Says the Ramchal, Here's the idea of Tchiyas HaMesim, straightforward. created an entity that was integrated, We are not a Guf, we're not a Neshama, we're both, and therefore the extent that this is that we're combined into, at the stage of Avoda, we're also combined at the stage of reward. That is the entity. It's not just a neshama that has a guf, and it's not just a guf that's being animated by a neshama. We're both. We have a we have an avoda to figure out, you know, what's ikra, what's tafa, what's driving the boss. But it doesn't make sense that the guf is part of it. A person's meiser nefesh. The guf is what suffers. <coughs> he might make himself hungry and to lose sleep. Okay, so it doesn't the, the guf needs to be rewarded too? It's part of the package. We have to focus on what's the nature of this attachment, right? Mafli lasos. We we discussed this idea. <coughs> we have to focus on the nature of this attachment. Be pardam when they're attached, when they separate. So we have to understand the, the nature of this dynamic and them getting together, separating, and getting back together. That's Tchiyas HaMesim. HaKavona HaElyona Kavona HaElyona HaLoi Shemata Kvar HaYoysa Ach Lehetev Ela Adam Lizchus B'Masav Mashi Sakin Asmo V'Yashlam B'Yasso This is the point of the Bria. The point of the Bria is to make Tikkun. Right? It's by design. The HaKadosh Baruch Hu wanted that we should have the opportunity to earn. That means that if there's going to be an avoda and there's going to be tikkun, so then by design, there's going to be different stages and we're going to be before the whole Bria started, so then there was only Arayin Sof all over the place. There was only Echadosh Baruch This whole, so to speak, uh, so to speak, you know, downgrade is by design. Then, you know, halavai, that we should only then be moving it closer. You know, th- 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 now we're starting off in a Bria with Taiv and Ra, Halavai that we shouldn't engage in the Ra and bring things further away from a Kaddish Baruch Hu. Once we're here, we should only be on closer Kaddish Baruch Hu. But this idea that we have a Guf and then we have a mission to purify the Guf and to bring this physical stuff back to Kaddish Baruch Hu, so to speak, to transform ourselves, that's the point of the Bria. And to the extent that we're misake in ourselves, that we're going to get schar. Kaddish Baruch Hu is going to give us the ultimate tov. This is the idea of the shortcomings of man. Kaddish Baruch Hu made the gof, chamor, thick, uh, material, built iroi layer of Ba'arak Kedusha, so Yisbarach named Mizgaya Shafal, unable to be illuminated because of its nature. Ki ain't lava al shara melech v'levaka be'echalo ela shleime ha'achana. The guf is not able to be spiritual stuff. That's not how it's made. This idea of material materiality is the nature of the guf. This is where the physical nature, the taivas and so forth, come from. And this is what makes a person vulnerable to everything bad that happens. 
וזוהי שיינס, עושה נשמה טהרה חצוב מתחת כיסא כבוד, והקדוש ברוך הוא תוך די נשמה, וירידה ונפחה בסרח הגוף הזה לטהרה לקדשו. So you have the gof, that's physical stuff. Now the neshama doesn't need improvement. The neshama is from the kodesh, kadoshim, is from the heights of spirituality. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu now put the neshama into the gof. Now, obviously, if, you know, it sounds like so simple. So uh, if there's a neshama, that's a good why would anybody want to invest in the gof? So HaKadosh Baruch Hu created, as it were, a dynamic where, there, where it's going to seem to be 50-50, We've discussed this before, so that there should be Bechira. But this is what we have. The idea is really to purify the guf, not to purify the Nisham. The Nisham is pure. It's to purify the guf. The Iker part, the Saif Kavana of bringing the Neshama into the Gulf is not this existence. This is the period of Avoda. But the final stage, the Neshama, like the Mesil Shisharim starts off, the Neshama is starved in this body. It's very difficult to interact. It doesn't get Sipuk from things that would give us physical enjoyment. Right, so it's it's fr- in a certain ways in a frustrated place. If this was to be the main area, ultimately the in the next stage of existence is going to be the ikra where the neshama is really going to benefit. If you could theoretically shine through the Chumrius, even in this world, so that the Neshama would be primary, right? He's not mentioning this specifically, but let's say Moshe Rabbeinu, it says, didn't eat for 40 days and 40 nights. What was he sustained from? Because the Neshama was almost mamish primary and it like shined through the guf so that the guf was translucent as it were, you know, uh, not physically, but almost like like shining through with holiness. So then instead of, you know, what sustains the Neshama, the, the guf was almost sustained by that spirit spiritual energy. It was secondary. Moshe Rabbeinu reached the height of this, the possibility of this stage in this world. We see over there. This is Das Funas, this is the Ramchal. So that's our job. Our job is to, we have, we're presented with a guf, we're presented with a neshama inside the guf. Our job is to sort of allow the neshama to shine through, to become primary, generally speaking, where the neshama is actually going to benefit from this light and gain sustenance and something to relate to is in the next world. But we see this dynamic of purifying the guf, you've already by Maisha. Let's sum up over here. This is literally what we're talking about. The, really, the tachlis of the Bria is that the guf should be transformed. Let's, in fact, let's look back at the quote-unquote, you know, it's a whole, it gets into be a whole long discussion about, uh, you know, what was the, like, initial plan, the plan A and plan B. What was the plan A? Not that there should be an original sin, that Adam Arishon shouldn't have done it. So it says, If Adam Arishon had not sinned, which means that the original plan was not for people to die. The original plan, Adam was in Gan Eden, was for Adam to, to be in Gan Eden in the form of the guf. Everything that happened afterwards to get back to the stage of Adam Arishon, and then after a person dies, and then they go over here, and then they end up and then they go, and they come back, and there's the, the, the immediate, there's, we have three din, din on Rosh Hashanah, and din when a person dies, and then the ultimate Yom Adin. But Tachlis, if we want to figure out what's the Tachlis of the Brio, we have to work back even to that. Let's just look at where Adam Arishon was. The real point was to live in a guf. 
And in the end, Gzeru was decreed. This plan B is not what's going to be forever. This is just because we have to get back to the stage of Adam Rishon Kodem Achait. It's very simple. It's not very simple to apply, but it's very simple to think about conceptually. The, the whole point of the Bria is to transform the guf, to transform our desires, to transform our physicality, our materiality. That is the point. So on one hand, when we're tra- starting to think about how we identify things like that, so then the truth is is that we have to identify our drive. If we're trying to transform, every, we're trying to transform the guf, that's like when you have a diamond and a piece of glass. When one thing is harder, the one thing affects the other. We're trying to take the neshama and have it impact the guf. So we have to understand that what's what's the main thing that we identify as the neshama. That's, the, that's, the, that's what's stable. That's what's harder, and that impacts the guf. So we identify it from our ruchni's perspective. But if we say, so what's the point of the guf? The point of the entire world and the bria is for us to transform the guf. If you want to see an example of elevating the guf to nitzchias, shiras hayom achrei kriyas yamsuf. The az yashir nesar leetzmenu matzavish al klai yisrael sham. Let's think for a second where klai yisrael was holding. Sheraz the shivcha beyamash lo rad yilchaskov bemuzim yamav. Basically, they all had nevuah. Nichnas abesarcha yam beyabasha, or the, this height of perception, we'll call it, even the shivcha. They're going into the water. They're on dry land. They all get out. The Mitzrim are chasing them. They had, they had the full circle, satisfaction, call it what you will, that the, the sea spit out the Mitzrim and they saw the Mitzrim die. And it says that the ones who are worse died a more horrible death. Everything with Ashkacha. They had utter clarity, seeing straight through in terms of the Hanhag of the Bria, seeing straight through nature, no difference. This is the Yam, this is the Yabasha. This Shira was like a spontaneously coming from the, what's saying Shira? The Guf. The Neshama and the Seichel without the Guf don't sing. It's only together with this integrate, full integration where all of the koyachas that guf are together with the nefesh that, they, that they're able to sing. This unbelievable hakara and longing and vekos of HaKadosh Baruch Hashem Yimloch that the spontaneous shira, this is really what we're talking about. We could have a zikah haguf. Right, it's in a certain sense almost like an outer body experience, but it's not outer body in that you're leaving the guf aside. It's that the guf is actually engaged, but not in its own material nature. That it's engaged with the nefesh. 
גוף ונשמה מגיעים יחד למצב זה ראויים לתחיית המסים. That's where we need to get to. The problem is that we have all this stuff in the guf, so we need zechib with hakever, etc. We need to bring the guf back to where it is from the kaidem achet type thing. But this is where tchias hamesim. When we say that the guf will get its ultimate reward, it's not a guf in a material sense. It's a guf in a material sense only that it should be a vehicle so that there could be in this type of a world a neshama to have a to, to have a merkava to be there. But as far as the personality of the guf, it's totally transformed into being translucent and having the aura of the nefesh shine through. Okay, so there's a grammatical thing, but why choose from Az Yashir the right because of what we're saying? Period. Okay, we're just going to go after the doubt. We're going to finish the piece. Okay. So, so far, to understand Tchiyas HaMesim is really what we're talking about is coming full circle. In other words, again, instead of thinking about existence and our universe as being our time now in this stage of life in 120 years, we're going back to HaKadosh Baruch Hu creating the world, HaKadosh Baruch Hu giving us the, the, the ability to do Avodah, our place of Avodah being here. But if you think about the way that HaKadosh Baruch Hu planned the world, let's just think about Adam Rishon Kaidem Achet. It involved the Neshama, it involved the Guf. We, we see the potential to transform from Meish Rabbeinu Olav Shalom in the first 40 days. But if we if we think about Adam Rishon, had he done the, he done the, the first, not done the Avera, so we're talking about a Neshama and a Guf being together with the Guf being totally transformed, physical in that there's a, that, that there's an in, a physical interface for the Neshama, but totally almost like transformed, so it's just a total Tafel to a spirituality. That is going to be Tchiyas HaMesim, which really we would never have needed Tchiyas HaMesim. If there was no cause for death, there would be no cause for Tchiyas HaMesim, which means that our belief in Tchiyas HaMesim is really our belief in the original process. This whole thing seems so far away from us. We were just shocked that even the thought of death, we don't even want to think about the idea that we're ever going to die. It's outside of our frame of reference. When we define Chaim, we define it as our frame of reference now. This is our universe. This is our world. This is what Chaim is. We have to work on Ruchim. We have to work on our work on until we're able to come to sort of admit to ourselves that no, there's actually a longer, like we said, a Ruchnius existence, and this is just part of it. But that takes a lot of work because our belief, our system of thinking is based on our frame of reference, which is this world as we know it. It's so far to say that the guf is going to rot in the kever. Now, the truth is, is that there's a lot of Mishalim in our world that don't strike us as being miraculous at all. If you have a seed, you put the seed into the ground, it deteriorates, it turns into mush, there's nothing there, and then ultimately a plant grows back, it grows back in a more expanded, enhanced, better form. If you have a worm or whatever it is, and it goes into a cocoon, if you would like open it up, it would just be mush, and yet then it becomes like a, a, ca- a butterfly or a caterpillar or something like that. What is it? Caterpillar becomes a butterfly. Caterpillar becomes butterfly. But the moths become something also, don't they? That's what it is. Something, but there's transformation. Yeah. It's some sort of transformation with a middle period of where it's like. What are those worms? They inchworm 
something. Okay, whatever it is. But the point is, is that there are these types of things that go from one stage to an enhanced stage, and in the middle there's a deterioration, right? Which at which point, if you would just stop the process, it's just deteriorating like gunk. So this is we don't view as an ace. That's part of nature. So we know this. Why is it any stranger than the idea of tchias amesim? It's really the same process. Seems so foreign to us. Once we can reconcile ourselves to the idea of death, we absorb This is at the utter extreme opposite of life as we know it. And the Nevi'im talk about it. Machatsti vani erpa, I'll crush and I will heal vain yodi matzil, shamemus machai murid shal vial. It goes on. Another passage says, Vayomre lai beneodem atachayena, at some way sa'ela, the bone's going to come back. So he brings a bunch of psukim that relate to these stages of Tchias Amesim. Okay, skip the paragraph. Al Pelizak Kavu Anchi Knesagdolis Bracha Shnia Bishmanesre, Mikamaychabal Gros Midamilach Melach Mamesumachayam, Asmiach Shua, it's right there, second Bracha. Bracha Yachel Shabbos, Vain Domelacham Shienu, Tchias Amesim. If we're paying attention to what we're davening, we're reinforcing this idea always. How about we should understand the idea that we're reinforcing? create everything within and supports things within and if people are killed within and a Kaddish Baruch Hu is careful count every single thing is accounted for and that, that, that's not the end of the process death is not the end it's just the transitional period right death, death to to spiritual, to that spiritual, uh, you know, holding cell and all tchias mesim. It's all accounted for. It's just the middle of the process. Nothing is getting lost. Every single thing is accounted for. It's like a forensic accounting. We think uh, people are dead. They're gone. What's the difference? They're not dead. That's only because our frame of reference is this world. If you understand the broader spectrum, so every single person who's dead is going to come back. We, uh, how, what, how does it work if there's, you know, I don't know, Gilgal and old and young, right? If you have a father that died when he was 30 and then his son died when he was right. 100, right. so is this a, how, what type of body, uh, right? People aren't going to come back decrepit and like, you know. Yeah, it's, it's hard to know. Um, maybe this farm that I talk about, it's hard to know exactly. You know, a person who was big and strong and vibrant and then by the time he died, he was sort of, you know, in a worse state. It's hard to know, think that people are just going to come back in their worst version of their self, think that they come back in the best version. So I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea what any of the answers to these things are. But the bottom line is, is that every single thing is accounted for. Third paragraph in the end of the piece, page 308. HaKadosh Baruch Hu puts uh, people die. Hashem takes the Neshama and then the Hashem is going to restore the Neshama to the body. Now the person is going to be joined again. At the, during this middle stage when the body is in the ground, 
So then there'll, there's a certain mechila, there's a process going on over there too. And the, whatever impurities are in the guf that would otherwise prevent this are, are purified from the body. So now the body can literally be like, we, you know, we use the word translucent, that the body is going to uh, be be able to be shined through in state of uh, in, in in that state. It's very difficult for us to picture what we're even talking about. I gave a couple of examples of seeds of the caterpillar. He uses the examples of changing seasons. The trees are bare. from fruits and leaves, that are just, they appear to be dead, they're totally dry. And then they start to sprout. The fruit starts to sprout and the blossom. So if you think about all these regular natural phenomenon, these are going to g- give us emuna and tchias amesim because as much as tchias amesim is so foreign to us because the idea of death is so foreign to us, and so that's our frame. But if, if, if you think about you, you you connect it with all the ideas that we've been discussing, the, the, the process <laughs> itself is not unusual, right? Right. So now, how are we going to train ourselves to make to turn this into a reality? Atagibor is clearer. Right, Atagibor until you bear fruit, you should have kavana during this second brach of Shemana Similarly, like these are two brachas, why not just work on them both at the same time? Everything incredibly subtle, baby steps, small steps. And these are the brachas and the way that we are going to work on on these ideas. Again, just very much in line with what we've been talking about, Ben Adam Haba, understanding the process, the idea of life, where we fit into things at this stage, at the next mm-hmm. stage, and understanding these things at a reality and turning oneself into a Ben Adam Haba. But Tchiyas HaMesim is one of the, uh, right, the, the Ikram that we have to believe in, and this is Tchiyas HaMesim. And then the next Vad is going to be a Sikum on the Vadim of Amuna. We'll do it tonight, but it's late. Uh, and then after that, we have Gaiva, Berchas Hanenen, and then, uh, oh, it's, okay, Seder and Simcha. Simcha, Simcha we could use. Okay, very good.